Hello, everybody, and welcome inside Season 2 of the What You Need to Know podcast. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. This is the What You Need to Know podcast, where we'll focus on all things University of Utah women's basketball. We take an in-depth look of what's going on inside the program. This is Episode 4 of Season 2. In this episode, we'll sit down with the highest recruit in Utah women's basketball history. That is a local product out of Corner Canyon High School. She currently resides in Sandy, Utah. It is Kemri Martin. If you joined us last week, we sat down with Denisha Provo. Had a wonderful chat with Denisha where we were able to kind of get an in-depth look of what she's going through throughout this quarantine as well as what her future plans are. Really excited to see where Denisha will end up in her life, in her career, and just so great to catch up with Denisha and get her her feel for how the season went despite her injury and how she was able to make a return and close out strong as you heard her talk about uh, knocking off Arizona State was really key for her uh, her final home game of her career so all the best to Denisha Provo and again as I mentioned we'll sit down today with Kemri Martin I know you're all familiar with Kemri's story, a five-star stud out of Corner Canyon High School. She was named the 2019 Gatorade Girls Basketball State Player of the Year, and she was phenomenal in high school. I attended one of her games. It was in her state tournament. She just looked really, truly head and shoulders better than everybody that was on the floor. And this first season, a little bit rough for Kemri to start out with, but she found her groove as the season went along. And so you can bet that I'm going to ask her specifically about kind of what changed in her mentality on the floor and how she was able to find that rhythm later on in the season, especially as the season went along, she got better and better as the competition got better and better for the University of Utah. Kemri finished her freshman year scoring 134 points. She played 432 minutes, shot the basketball at a 32% clip. She was 26% from the three-point line. She, as I mentioned, she clicked as the season went along, had a career-high 15 points at Stanford back on January the 26th. A couple of games later, oh, guess what? As she hosted Stanford on February the 14th, matched her career high of 15 points as well. But she had a little spurt within the regular season. It started with that USC game. She had 12 points in just 12 minutes of play. And then you kind of saw a nice little rhythm for her. Uh, she went for 12. She didn't score. Then 2, then 13, 15, 9, 8, 4, and 15. A good little stretch for her between January 17th and February the 14th uh, for Kemri. And as I'm sure she's going to talk about, there was something that must have changed within her mentality that really helped her to feel more confident and more comfortable on the floor. And frankly, it's just the beginning for Kemri. Now, this is the type of thing freshmen will go through. Kemri will now have an off season to where she can focus on her craft, focus on how she can get better. I have no doubt in my mind that Kemri will come out next season much better, much stronger, much quicker, uh, much smarter on the basketball floor than even she was uh, during her freshman year. So without further ado, let's welcome in Kemri Martin. Kemri, how are you today? I'm so good, Tyson. How are you? Oh, so, so good. So great. Thank you so much for taking some time and coming on and joining us today. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. So let's just go ahead, jump right into it then. You obviously know what's going on in the world right now. How have you spent your time over the last about month or so? Well, I actually just got from St. George like this past week. It was fun living it up in the sunny weather. We were going hiking and swimming and all that stuff. But other than that, it's been homework, 
workouts, you know, what we can do, hang out with the fam, but it's all good over here. We're healthy. How have your off-season workouts been so far? They've been good. I mean, I've gotten knee injections not too long ago, and so I'm kind of taking it easy with the whole running, stuff like that. But other than that, it's just grinding out with the weights, what I can do, and then what I can do on the court. With this being your first true off-season, obviously with what's going on, how has that affected what you have done personally? Well, I mean, with this off-season, I think just it was good just to kind of look back to about this past season and kind of see how it went and how I thought of things. Um, I mean, obviously it's hard because, you know, you want to get back on the court as fast as you can, but it's also good to take this break and kind of mentally – um, stay in it as well and so it's been it's been good to just kind of leave my body a rest but also watch game films and all that stuff that I can do um, but yeah it's it's kind of hard right now with this whole quarantine I couldn't even imagine I really couldn't imagine how difficult that would be for you guys so if you can reflect for a moment your first season's in the books at the University of Utah started off as I'm sure you would agree a little shaky but then you found some rhythm if you could think back to some uh, some highlights, some good moments of the 2019-2020 season, what comes to your mind? This season was, for me, personally, a lot of ups and downs. Um, I think a lot was just like a learning to process for me. Um, I think one of my favorite things that will always stay with me, and it might happen next few years, but is the first game that we have against Westminster. Like, I know it's kind of just fun and you know, an opener, but I was able to actually play against my sister that goes there. So having that, having that crowd there, I mean, the atmosphere with the kids and then my family, like that was just honestly a big highlight for me. Um, and then, yeah, I just keep moving forward with every game. Win or loss, I just, it was just focusing on doing better than what I did last game. You mentioned how you started your very first time ever wearing that crimson red, the first time ever playing any collegiate basketball was against your big sister. Rewind to that moment for a moment and talk about just how special that was for you. Yeah, I mean, we had played basketball together for probably my whole career. Um, we started out in, let's say, middle school. Um, I always played up with her, so playing on her team getting used to that level was fun. Um, I've always competed with her, but we was all, we also are like just super supportive of each other. So it was cool to go out. And obviously I was nervous, you know, cause it's first, first of everything. And just to have her presence there kind of actually helped honestly mellow my nerves and just kind of helped me be comfortable with where I was and what's happening. And I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun time. It was a special moment for me, especially. So obviously this was, like you mentioned, this was your very first season. You were a freshman at the University of Utah. You had a pretty big trip right off the gates. We went to Hawaii, but if you can reflect back, uh, what was your favorite trip this year? Oh man. Um, honestly, I like traveling. I like seeing different places too. Um, it's cool, especially to see like the Eugenes that I've never been to that type of thing. The Northern California is like, I've never really been to. So it was, it was fun to get um, to experience that. But honestly, I think I enjoyed going to Colorado just because my AU team was actually from Colorado. So I got to see them like my old coach. Um, and then I also got to see, cause I have family down, down there too. So it was nice to have them be able to come and watch live. Well, that's perfect. That actually leads into the question that I want to ask about your AAU team and about your high school career. Obviously a very decorated high school career here in the state of Utah, the Gatorade player of the year in 2018. 
or 2019, excuse me, uh, if you can uh, maybe think back to those times as you prepared for the collegiate ranks, what was so special about going through the AAU circuit and playing high school basketball? Well, honestly, Tyson, they're two very different um, levels. I'll say that. And so high school was just kind of, uh, it was fun. Obviously I had to learn, you know, to stay motivated and push myself because the competition around me, I guess, wasn't always there. Um, but it was fun. AAU is just because when I started AAU, I started out with the top team that there is. And I was only a freshman and honestly, it was an eye opener. Like I hadn't really played against that type of competition in a long time. And so it was really fun to be able to play against that. It kind of, it definitely helped me for college to help me prepare that knowing that, you know, like these girls that I'm playing against like right now, they're also going to college and going to play at high levels as well. So it was, it was a good experience and it, it definitely helped me get the ball rolling for college. So I'm from the state of Utah as well, and uh, your coach for AAU, I understand, happened to be a pretty prominent University of Utah basketball player. What was it like for playing for uh, head coach Keith Van Horn? Uh, he's amazing. I love him. He's like honestly like a second dad to me. Um, it was fun. It was fun to learn from his eyes. I mean, he obviously played a different position than I did, but it was cool just to be able to talk things out and kind of get his understanding because obviously he's played at the highest levels there is. And so for me to be able to um, kind of see his version of things, it was it was a cool experience and I enjoyed it. I also understand you're going to be having a teammate coming to the University of Utah that played on your team. Uh, talk about that for a moment. Kennedy, I mean, she's awesome. Uh, we got along on and off the court. Um, I think she's a great basketball player. I'm actually really excited because it's going to feel, I don't know, like in a weird way, it's just going to be comfortable having her around. Um, because we're familiar with each other, familiar with how we play. Um, yeah, I'm excited Excited for her to get here. So uh, moving off the court for a moment, I uh, would love to get an idea. This was your first year not just playing at the University of Utah, but attending college. A um, little bit different from high school. What were some uh, maybe some memories that you have of your first year at college? Obviously, it was kind of cut short with what's going on right now, but what was your uh, some good memories from your first year at college? Um, I think just getting on campus, obviously the first day, you know, going to class, it's kind of like, okay, like you've done that. But the fact that you're actually in college, it's like, oh, like I don't have class for seven hours today. Like I have a class here and go to practice and then another class. Like it's just, I mean, obviously adjustment, but it was fun. I mean, I think it was funny me and Brenna going to the, uh, the orientations that they have and those are so long. So I remember me and her were just like, oh my gosh, like it's almost our time to be like, release like we're just ready to get in the gym instead of stay here you know but no it's cool it's been a fun adjustment I mean I'd say it's nicer than high school just because you're not forced in a classroom for seven hours but um yeah no I've really enjoyed college now that leads me in uh, another big difference between high school where I actually saw you play in uh in your state championship and not state championship, uh, playing your state tournament last year. Another really big difference is that you have a, a sturdy fan base at the University of Utah. One of the things that you are able to do after the games is uh, fans can come on the floor, they can meet you guys. Uh, do you have a favorite moment, uh, maybe after a game or whether it was during the brunch, anything like that with a fan? Honestly, I mean, I really enjoy seeing familiar faces in the crowd. Like, it just it makes me happy, makes me smile. Um, I've seen old teammates, old, friend, old friends. I've seen 
you know, extended family members, just, it's, it's awesome to have them be able to be there instead of just seeing on TV. But I really just enjoy meeting new people. Um, I mean, seeing the support that Utah has is awesome. Seeing the people that are involved are just awesome. Like they're so sweet. I mean, full of questions, which is great um, to get to know them. They want to get to know us off the court. Um, it shows that they care. And so I think just that environment was super fun. Let's kind of rewind just a little bit. We talked about your high school career, talked about your AAU uh, career as well. I know where you're from. I'm obviously from the state of Utah as well. As you were growing up, name some things, some places, uh, or maybe if you could tell me where to go if I were an out-of-towner, what are some things that you would tell me that I have to visit from your hometown? And some places that you would hang out with with your uh, with your friends growing up. Yeah, I mean, obviously Utah's kind of known for the mountains. Um there's some pretty cool hikes, I think. I mean, I'm I live kind of right by Little Cottonwood. Um and so I've gone there a lot. I mean, what I really enjoy is just going up there. They have little campfire sites you can, you know, get a little campfire going, sit by the fire, make s'mores, have fun, that type of thing. Um with friends and family. Um and then, I mean, around my neighborhood, I show you my house now, uh, but my old house is kind of where I had more of my memories, that neighborhood, you know, growing up there, my elementary school is down the street, a lot of memories. We had this uh, this house up the street from us, and there, it was in like a circle, and they had a rim that was, uh, well, a, a hoop that was like low, and so obviously we, it was me, my brother, my brother's friends, we'd always go up there and just play dunk ball, like we, you know, we'd go hard, you know, try to show off what we could do. And then there's this other house right by it that had a hoop. And at in their driveway, there was like little red spots everywhere. And the guy that lived there always, he knew us because, you know, we were there all the time. He's like, hey, if you guys can make, I'll give you one chance. He's like, if you guys can make one shot at all these spots without missing, like you had to go make one, next spot, make one, next spot. And if we did that, he gave us 20 bucks. And you can only do it once a day. And so it was almost every day, me and my brother were running up there like, all right, let's go, let's go, you know. And we got it a couple of times, but that was always enjoyable. Um, I, I would also show you probably there's this church that we'd always grow up in. I mean, I spent a ton of hours there, um, had a lot of practices, had a lot of those practices where coach was in a good mood, so you just ran your guts out, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was that has a lot of memories there. Well, that's great. Tell me about your family a little bit. Tell me about who your family is and what they do. Well, um, yeah, so my mom, her name's Tony. She's a hairstylist, um, does a pretty good job. My dad, he um, is a life coach, um, so he's working with that. And then my mo- my sister, older sister, is at Westminster, as I mentioned. She is a junior, going to be a senior, so she'll have her last year. She is majoring in sports sports uh, management right now. Um, She was actually in Dixie a few years before, and she was actually looking to do uh, exercise science, but unfortunately Westminster doesn't have that, so she had to change it. Um, And then I have a younger brother that his name's Dante. He goes to Jordan High School here in Sandy, and he's going to be a senior as well. Um, So his junior year got cut short, but I don't think he's complaining too much. Um, And then he plays basketball as well. And then my youngest sister, Daphne, she is about to be a freshman in high school, which is really crazy. Um, but, yeah, she's she's kind of the dancer of the family, not much into basketball, um, which is awesome, like good for her. And then I got 
um, step siblings as well. So I have a stepdad named Cody. He does hip surgery. Um, and then I got another sister. Her name's Peyton. She goes to Bingham. Um, she is also going to be a senior. And they do soccer. And then after Peyton is Meg. Meg is going to be a sophomore. And she does soccer as well. And then you got two little boys, Mason and Al. They are in elementary school as well. Um, Mason is older. He's 11. He does, ba uh, he does soccer. Al's younger. He's eight. And he does baseball and soccer. But they also love basketball now that they've come to see me play. So they might get into basketball. And then the youngest is Lainey. She is seven years old. She is just living life right now. <laughs> you know, seven years old. What, what can you do? <laughs> so, yeah. You got a big family then, don't you? Yep. Yep. They're all over right now. That somewhat answers my question because I was going to ask you, where are you now? So, uh, obviously, this whole quarantine thing, stay at home. Where is your stay at home home? Uh, currently in Sandy, Utah. It's about 25 minutes from the U, if that. Um, and yeah, I live in this little cul-de-sac. It's kind of nice, quiet. <laughs> but yeah, they're all here right now. So it's, it's, a, it's a busy house, but it's fun. It's fun to have them around. So obviously not currently, but if, if uh, a couple months back, if I were to ask this question, Camry, what do you like to do? How would you answer that question? Honestly, I love any game outside, like spikeball, pickleball, can jam, like anything. You go to the park and just, you know, ride bikes. And so any outdoor stuff, really. Um, we're a big hiking family as well, so find the cool hikes to go on. Um, and then probably indoors, I actually like to draw just for fun. It's nothing serious. Um, so I some drawing here and there. Um, and then, honestly, watch movies. Can't go wrong with movies. <laughs> What's your favorite type of movie then? Ooh, I like action or kind of like that. Maybe murder mystery. It kind of keeps you thinking type of movies. <laughs> What's something, in your opinion, that most people do not know about you? Honestly, a lot of people don't know that I draw. Um, they're kind of surprised by that. Um, I think I answer this in something else, but one thing that a lot of people don't know is I actually got an offer to do modeling, like a legit modeling offer. And so this was back in, I think, around eighth grade freshman year where it was like an offer for me to literally like drop out of school you know, go model in the Paris, the London's, the LA's, the New York's just, it's, it was crazy. And I literally like, I mean, it's something that you think about like, Whoa, like that's kind of cool for like a girl, you know, but then I'm thinking like, no, nah, I like basketball too much. I can't be wearing heels all the time. Like that's just not really me. <laughs> and so I was like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I'm going to stick with basketball, but yeah. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Wow. That is, that, that's cool, man. Look at you go. All right, so going back to sports a little bit, uh, who would you say your favorite athlete is? This could be male, female. Why do you like this person, and maybe what have you learned from this person as they have kind of uh, been your favorite athlete? Honestly, Tyson, I've never grown up having a favorite. Um, honestly, what I do, though, is I really – like, you look at the greats. Like, you look at LeBron James, Steph Curry. Just And for me, like, I've learned to listen to, like, what they do, their kind of mindset with – how they do things because obviously you want to know why they're so good. Um, and so for me, it's just cool looking at these different athletes, not necessarily always basketball, but like Usain Bolt and everything like that. Um, 
it's kind of cool just to see their work ethic. Um, and I, I think basketball is always a game where you just can constantly learn. It's never like, oh, I made it. Like, I'm at the top. I know everything. Like, basketball, I mean, it, it's always growing and evolving. So to be able to just kind of see these different athletes and how they're taking it and how they're evolving is just kind of neat to me. Um, and it's helped me as a player, too, to kind of realize, like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to go do this, you know, all the time or be more aware of this type of thing. So I think that's, that's what I got. Now, you talked about work ethic and, and, and how, you know, you admire the work ethic of players like that. For me, there's no one, in my opinion, that worked harder, that worked more at this craft than Kobe Bryant. We happened to be playing a game when we found out about that news. We were in Palo Alto playing Stanford. Um, I understand you guys found out at halftime. Walk me through that about how you guys found out and kind of the, uh, the overall feeling in the locker room when you found out about that. Yeah, well, it was halftime, and it was funny. Like, I don't want to get Julie in trouble, but Julie actually looked at me, and she said, Kobe died. And I was like, what? Like, what? Like, I don't think I heard her right. And she's like, yeah, Kobe died. Like, halftime, I was like, okay, like, we're middle of the game. Like, you got to focus on the game. And then after the game, we come in and obviously see on the phones the news thing, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Like, ask questions how it happened. Like, feels so bad for their, you know, his wife and kids and the people who died like everyone was just shocked like there's no way and then it was just kind of like us all realizing like you can't take things like for granted like you, tomorrow's not promised type of thing and so it was just kind of eye-opening for us to realize that and be thankful that we're here today and able to play basketball today. Camry, who is your hero? Yeah I think I've thought about this I think well I know not I think I know that my dad has probably been my hero um He's he's been through a lot, but one thing he did for me was he didn't push me into basketball. But what he was able to do was once I like was like, oh yeah, basketball's cool. He you know he really helped me. Like okay, like what do you want future wise? Like with basketball, like are you wanting to go far? Are you just wanting to have fun? And he he kind of told me about college basketball, and I was like, oh yeah, heck yeah, I want to do that. Like that sounds awesome. And so what he did is he always set aside like hours for me and my siblings in that church gym um just practicing he gave us the drills he you know he didn't let anything slide like he taught me the fundamentals the techniques everything that he knows um and I admire him for that and I, it's awesome just being able to spend time with him too and having that bond with basketball and him I think that's been awesome in my life as well um and so yeah he's he's awesome what ultimately led to your decision to play at the University of Utah um, honestly, it truthfully was the coaches and players. Like I've got to know coaches. I mean, they, I think they offered me freshman year. And so I've known the coaching staff for a good, like, well now like five years, five, six years. Um, and so just, just being able to trust them and then knowing the players and who they are off the court as well. I mean, it was something I wanted to be around. Um, cause you're on the court for what, like an hour or whatever. And then practices or a few hours, but like off the court, you spend a ton of time with them. So I think it's important to be like be able to click with the team, um, and then obviously like honestly I didn't really think of the home advantage until like it happened. Like oh yeah I got to move to college. Oh wait I'm driving 25 minutes away. Like it was kind of like oh that's kind of nice you know still have family dinners on Sundays, see uh, family members around. So that was also a a good piece to that. 
So after spending your first year at the University of Utah, how was having your family and having your home nearby during the season? It's nice to come back and sleep in my own bed, I guess, for a day, because <laughs> those dorm beds are not very comfortable. Um, but I think it's it's nice just having their support, be able to see them. I mean, I know you can FaceTime them usually, but see them in person and have that, you know, um, feeling with being around them was just super nice, super supportive. I mean, when I was, you know, my lows, it was just like, I got words of encouragement, like just the love, like I felt the love around me. So that was super helpful to me. Um, just knowing that they have my back all the time. Now this might be backtracking just a little bit, but I actually, I, I wanted to ask you this and I, and I, I didn't really think about it until now. You're the highest recruit to ever come to the university of Utah. Um, five star, obviously there was, I'd imagine there'd be a little bit of pressure put on you as you know, you stepped into that Jersey for the very first time. You had a lot of media attention as well. As the season kind of progressed, did you feel kind of that, I don't know, kind of that weight lifted off your shoulders a little bit to where maybe you felt a little bit of pressure for being the highest recruit to ever come to the university of Utah? Yeah. I mean, I did honestly, I did feel the pressure in the beginning. Um, to be honest, I've never really cared about the rankings. I've never really, not like cared, but I never really like thought that it really affected anything, um, which I still don't think it does. Um, but yeah, no, I think the pressures of being a higher recruit didn't really follow me too far. Um, so yeah, not really. And this kind of will perfectly lead into my final question, which is uh, if you could give advice to yeah, uh, to young women who want to play collegiate basketball, uh, what's some piece of advice that you would give them? I think just to make your dreams come reality, I think it's important to know the work behind it, um, and then be able to set goals and and attack the work with everything you got. Um, and then just also kind of like I mentioned before, like basketball wise, I believe that basketball is a never ending learning game, and so just be able to learn from other people, from watching different things. I think. Just always have an open mind to learn and um, grow your knowledge with basketball, and that will definitely help you. Um, and then, yeah, never settle for, for for less and have fun with it. That's wonderful. Camry, seriously, thank you so very much for coming on. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I understand. I mean, obviously, you are still attending school right now, and so I appreciate you taking time out of your schoolwork and, and hopping on with me. Of course, it was fun. Thank you, Tyson. And that is Kemery Martin. I absolutely love that. Kemery, just terrific to sit down and talk with. I really, again, appreciate her coming on and taking a few moments with us as we got to know a little bit of, really, again, I'm finding out more things that I didn't even know about these players. I didn't realize that she had quite as big a family as she did. So just wonderful. And I, and this is really what I love. And especially now as we start to get into the players that are going to be playing for next season, that you guys can get to know who these players truly are. Uh, obviously, you, you, you heard me and Kemri just talk about it, about how great it is that the University of Utah does allow fans to really truly get to know these women's basketball players. And this just gives you guys even more of a true look of who these people are, because uh, they are far more than just basketball players. They're terrific human beings. And that's one thing that when I sit down with uh, head coach Lynn Roberts in pregame interviews and at the beginning of the season, I like to sit down with her and kind of get to just talk to her one on one where I don't really uh, have any you know recording systems or anything. 
but I like to kind of just get a feel of how the off season was. And I always let her know that I just love the people that she brings in. They're quality human beings and being able to spend the time on the road that I do with these players really allows me to get to know them on a more personal level. And uh, that's been one of the most rewarding parts of what I do for this team is getting to know who they really are. And it's been great to see the players that have left this program, where they've gone, what they've done, and how I've been able to stay in touch with them. And it's all because of the opportunity that I have been given uh, you know, to travel with them and to really get to know them away from the game of basketball. So uh, obviously, this is another opportunity for me to do that, to get to know these players even more on a personal basis, and to allow you guys an opportunity to get to know who they are. So without a doubt, could not appreciate Kemri more. And really, this entire team, everybody on this team has agreed to come on. I still have not yet been able to get in touch with Kelsey Reese just yet. Um, I'm going to wait just a little bit longer to see if uh, uh, to ask her. But everybody on this basketball team has agreed to come on already, including the freshmen that will be on the team next year. So, you know, it just goes to show you these guys are excited. They're excited to get that for you to get to know who they are. And, you know, you don't find that very often. The University of Utah has that. The University of Utah has absolutely just classy human beings running the program and playing basketball for this program. I love the University of Utah. Could not be happier than what I'm doing for this team right now. So I really appreciate you, Kemery, and appreciate all the time that you spent with me. This is the What You Need to Know podcast. I am Tyson Ewing. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Be sure to catch us on Apple Podcasts on podbean.com as well as the Podbean app and online at utahutes.com. Again, thank you to Kemery Martin for joining us on the program. Coming up next week, we'll sit down with the all-honorable mention Pac-12, the all-freshman Pac-12 member, Brenna Maxwell. She'll be on the show next week. Have a wonderful week. We'll catch you next week as this is the What You Need to Know podcast. As always, go use.